Hey folks, Bill here from Bravo Charlie, broadcasting at the Agri-Investor Forum with the wonderful Andy Koch, Principal and CEO of Kilara Capital, who just came across and said to the whole room about the fact that impact investing really just means doing business well. It means investing in things and you know having sustainable business practices. And um, he talked about macro trends of three macro trends, one of them being millennial wealth transition and the other being uh, Asia. And I was wondering, Andy, if you could please expand on that a little for sure, us. Sure, absolutely. Well, from a millennial wealth transfer perspective, we're seeing a lot of high net worth family offices uh, in Asia, in Europe, uh, in the States and in Australia, looking at not only just the transition of, of, of management and leadership within their own family offices, but also their focus on food and agriculture, sustainable investment across the full spectrum. Food and agriculture is just one particular part of it. Um, I think the millennials are looking to make a, a stand in relation to what they stand for as for the purpose of their wealth. Uh, and so I think that that lends itself nicely to the food and ag space. So that's, that's the first one. Uh, sorry, the second one was all around Asia. Well, I mean, that's that's a great uh, flow through from the first one, actually, because a lot of these family offices in Asia who've made their money in industrial companies or in trading or in whatever, or in real estate, are now looking at branching out and looking at investments that are going to pick up some of the benefits of the long-term uh, demand fundamentals in Asia. So Asia is particularly focused on food safety, food security. Uh, the middle class is, is looking for a more consistent uh, delivery of product in line with their own health and nutrition and dietary interest. So, um, again, it lends itself nicely to the Australian provenance, uh, clean and green image, yeah. uh, which I think is going to continue to be a big part of our marketing push, uh, push out of Australia. So, two quick things in my mind. One is that, is there potentially going to be a like dropping off a cliff as far as investing in old technology and old ways of business compared to these millennials who now have access, like in an Asian sense, billions of dollars? No, I think it's more going to be the way they invest rather than the actual investments themselves. I mean, you know, the food and agriculture sector globally is really premised on the production system. So if we're going to meet the population growth globally and other uh, factors, we're going to have to increase productivity. So the millennials will start to look at their integration of technology and systems innovation as it relates to probably all sectors, but certainly food and agri will be one of the beneficiaries. So what I think you'll see is not necessarily uh, an instant outdating of the way we produce product and food um, globally. What you're going to see is an adaption of the business models to integrate with new technologies such that they can meet some of those productivity requirements. Wonderful. Um, and final question. Um, you talked about Australia making a stand because I know clean and green, in a sense, New Zealand is more clean and green than Australia, in my opinion. So if we're going to go into the future with Asia talking about how we're clean and green, I don't really know how that's going to stack up in a market that the whole world's competing for. Um, yeah, well, that's a part of Australia's responsibility to not try and participate against other markets on a commodity basis. What we actually have to do is take that provenance to the next level. And there is, there's, there's a lot of people talking about how we can continue to brand Australian product properly. Um, sustainability and our approach to sustainability be one of those points of differentiation. Um, the other factor is, of course, New Zealand and Australia who actually produce enough food to feed two or three times the population of New Zealand much more, but, sorry, not much more than Australia, but in a comparative sense. So what you're actually seeing is that Australia will have to compete on value, on brand, on image, on provenance, rather than just actual scale of production. We just don't produce the same amount as what China, Russia and other markets do. So that's, we're going to continue to, to build our 
collaborative approach amongst the different sectors, the different verticals, um, the representative organisations, government policy, it's all going to play its role in terms of us having a, an image of a you know, a highly export and quality-focused uh, organisation country. Wonderful. And just in closing, if there was one thing you wanted to say out there to the Australian producers, what would you tell them? I would tell them to keep a very clear focus on the needs of Asia and I would continue to tell them to uh, maintain an open mind to technology innovation because that's actually the fundamental drivers of productivity. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Bye-bye.